The 90s were a weird time in politics. They started off with a rare instance of a sitting president losing a re-election, upset by a charismatic Clinton with the help of a rogue Perot. The Clinton administration saw its fair share of trouble, though. Newt Gingrich's house was determined to get in Clinton's way at every opportunity. Of course, the Lewinsky scandal was happening at the same time, bringing the political drama to a personal and sexual level. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. With Clinton's drawn-out impeachment proceedings came a feeling of apathy from the American people. Election, the movie, captured all of these feelings. Affairs, interference from other government branches, surprise upsets, third parties. It's also a really funny movie, with perfect performances from Reese Witherspoon, Chris Klein, and the Lion King himself, Matthew Broderick. Look, Cody's trying to defend his movie, and some real politicking is going to happen in this episode. It's Election. Uh, while I have you here, do I have your permission to um, add, like... Oh, oh, noises no. when he says sexual <laughs> you level. You have or my when he says Lewinsky, like non-permission. Okay. You have my explicit disapproval. It would be fun if you just now. What I will <laughs> say would be good to do, and yeah. I would prefer over the sex noises, is the audio clip of Clinton saying, "I did, I did not, not have ever. sex okay. with that woman." Yeah. Okay. If you died right now, I would throw myself into one of my dad's cement trucks and get poured into your tomb. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year. We've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I am joined, as always, by... Fill me up! Fill me up! I'm Chad. Who cares about this fucking election? I'm Mark. Hey, boys. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Uh, So this is Best Pictures. The way this show works is we pick our favorite movies for every year. We've been alive. We pick my pick for 1999. We pick Chad's pick, but we've mm-hmm. done talked about those. So now it is time for Mark to talk about his pick, which is election. But before we get to that, I need desperately to know, boys, what's the last movie you saw at the Cineplex? Let's start um, with you, Mark. It, can I finally talk about Serenity? I've been waiting. Oh, geez. Exactly 24 hours to talk about Serenity. You've seen it. The oh. movie... Oh, I think you've actually been waiting since 2005 um, when I probably fucked up the year for that. Serenity. I think you know, that's actually the, right, the, though. The fire. If it is that's right. It's pretty close. It's it's close. It definitely is close. The Firefly. Did you watch Firefly, Chad? It was 2005. I did not, but I'm familiar with it. Kind of. It's, it's like the there cult was classic a, there sci-fi was a movie. Western thing. Yeah. There was a there movie, was a called, movie called Yeah. And much like uh, Firefly, uh, the movie Serenity from 2005. 19. It's also named after a ship, a vessel. It's named after the boat. The boat is oh. named Serenity. Okay. Um, that is confusing that there are two movies about Serenity, and both times the Serenity references the ship that people mm-hmm. are in. No. So does the Fire, movie Fire, encapsulate? Firefly is the name of the ship, right? No, Serenity is. Is it Serenity? When the Renegade oh, crew dumb. of Serenity agrees to hide a fugitive mm. on their ship. Well, yep. is it the Renegade crew of the movie Serenity? Is that what the synopsis is talking about? I'm confused. Mark, talk about Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway releasing Look, a movie in January. Here's my thing. Um, anytime Matthew McConaughey is on a yacht, I'm in, right? Beach Sahara, bum, baby. Beach bum. Beach bum's going to be great. Beach bum's going to be great. When's that come out? And McConaughey is so into his role in Sahara. It, it, not Sahara. Also Sahara, but not Sahara. Um, he's so into his yeah. role in Serenity. He has to build his just, own yacht in Sahara out of a plane. No, he blows up a, a yacht in in Sahara. Uh-huh. It's almost like you forgot about Sahara, Chad. I remember in Sahara. He builds a boat out of a plane. No, 
He, pil- he builds he a builds sailboat a, out of a plane. A sailboat. He's also in like an actual yacht in a river, though. I don't remember that part. I just okay. remember him on a boat in the desert <laughs> made out of a plane. Can I go back to, can I go back to Serenity? I no. Um, let's talk about Sahara. So the plot of Serenity is that Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey were high school lovers, and Anne Hathaway wants Matthew McConaughey to kill her husband. Uh-huh. One quick yeah. thing, Mark. One uh-huh. quick question I have yep. about the movie yeah. Serenity. Shoot, go for it. In the movie Sahara, Matthew McConaughey's name is Dirk Pitt? <laughs> Dirk Pitt, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, Dirk yeah. Pitt. Most unflattering hey, what is, name. What's Steve Zahn's name? What's Steve Zahn's name? Uh, Steve Zahn is Al Giardino. Al Giardino, yeah. Their name's from, from a book. Rain Wilson is in this? Yeah, uh, dude. Anyway, okay, so we're not going to talk about it now because also, I've added it to a potential list of thank you. movies we're going to talk about in the future. Well, thank you with all of my heart. Um, <laughs> Serenity. Serenity. Uh, Anne Hathaway wants Matthew McConaughey to kill her husband, and he doesn't want to do it. Okay, don't tell me anymore because I know there's I twists. Mm-hmm. There, are, Look, there are twists. Uh-huh. Oh, multiple twists. Mm, I mean, really just the one twist. I've heard okay. it compared to Book of Henry in how yeah, hey, insane hey, it is. Hey, it's not wrong. I haven't seen Book of Henry, but it's. I was watching it, and I was like, I haven't seen Book of Henry, but I think this is Book of Henry. Book of Henry's insane. You should watch it. But imagine if Book of Henry had, like, Matthew McConaughey knowing he was in Book of Henry and, uh-huh. like, acting like... It someone compared this like a Joe Esterhouse movie, which is like Showgirls, uh, Showgirls, yeah, or um, uh, Basic Instinct, yeah, um, or also we didn't talk about this. He also wrote um, uh, Al Burns or whatever the yeah yeah we talked about it yeah okay Alan Smithy. Anyway, Ugh. it's like a it, it's a weird movie. Interesting. Okay, I'm you gonna in. watch it. I'm you gonna watch it. it. I'm watching it this weekend. Literally watching it two days from now. Three I'm, days from now. Well, I'm excited. Like five days ago for the listeners. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cody has seen it. Math is fun. Yeah. Chad. Hey. You also watched the movie that I'm going to see this weekend. Yeah. So I saw The Kid Who Would Be King, and uh, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty much all there is to it. It's a cute, like, children's movie. I mean, it's it's good. It, like, hits all its beats, like, well, as you would expect. It's it's never boring. Yeah, and it's just thoroughly cute and enjoyable throughout. Uh, good Chad, little Chad. kid actors. Um, yeah, Gollum's son is work. in it. He's the lead. He's that's Andy Serkis's kid. Yep. Interesting. He was great. Yeah, Lil Serks. Yeah, Lil and his, Serks. Chad, Lil can I ask Serks. you a question about yeah. the movie uh, The Kid Who Wouldn't Be King? Yeah. Did you ever see um, a kid in King Arthur's court? There. Yeah. No, I did not. Okay. You know what I did see? A pup in King Arthur's Court, which is the Wishbone episode where they did the I did hey, see that. I watched that. them both. <laughs> yeah. Um You know the like that's you know the book that's based on? Yeah. A Confederate Yankee and that's always a Confederate Yankee is just a weird thing that no one ever says anymore. It's like two words that it's no a Mark one Twain ever book. says anymore. I I read the great illustrated classic of that book. Actually, mm, I read the wishbone of that book. <laughs> right, um, I actually didn't. I didn't read the book at all. <laughs> Jeez. So, kid who would be king? <laughs> yeah. Chat. Have you seen Attack the Block, which is this guy's first movie? Nope. Okay. I I would be interested to see what you think of mm-hmm. that one because it's pretty good. Yeah. Mark I mean, and I watched it during a twenty-four hour movie marathon, so we don't really remember it. Gotcha. In one eye, out the other. Yeah. Correct. I did. I, I mean, I, I like this movie a lot. The kids are obviously having like a great time, and that just like yeah. shows in 
yeah. you know, their performance and just the way that they are. Um, it's interesting because Attack the Block is also about like kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my that's my comment. But, it, but it's more adult. <laughs> like it's it's R. Right. Like it's R rated. Oh, stuff. this this movie. If I had seen it when I was a kid, I would have loved it. It would have been like my right. favorite movie I'd ever seen when I yeah. Because like every movie was like my like Sky High was my favorite movie I had ever seen when I saw that movie. Right. Uh, which was <laughs> yeah, probably or, not. But yeah. <laughs> um. So interesting. Yeah. Um, that's good. Um. Yeah, I, I I'd be interested to see like because John Boega came from Attack the Block, so I wonder if mm. like any of these kid stars we're gonna see pop up in a bunch of stuff. Well, I mean, if um, Hollywood nepotism has anything to say with it, we'll see that Andy Serkis kid again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What um, if he he plays like I don't know if he starts doing mocap stuff? Um, that'd be kind of cute. That would be fun. Yeah, they could try to uh, make him a little ape in a in a little ape movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to think of what movie Andy Serkis is going to make next because he just made Jungle Book. Yeah. Like, right. what other Disney property is in the public domain that he can make? Like, uh, a fucked up Cinderella? Yeah, Cinderella. Ooh. I'm trying to think. I mean, he could do a different Aladdin. That's in public domain. Yeah. He Ooh, could rush that Actually, out. if he did 40 Days in, or 40... Uh, 1,000. What, what is that? Uh, array. A, a thousand, 40 Arab Fuck. Nights? Oh my Nights? god, what, what is Aladdin I don't know. from? <laughs> Look, here's my point. If you remade that, I'd be cool. Sure. I watched that movie in high school. He, I guess um, he could do mocap for the genie. I mean, everything else is yeah. pretty straightforward. And the little monkey, if you have Abu. <laughs> Abu? Yeah. It's the Book of 1001 Nights, a.k.a. the Arabian Nights. Gotcha. Okay. Um, guys, what's, the, what's the movie based on that? I, I, uh, Arabian Nights, okay. probably. Okay. I'll do my own fucking research here. <laughs> talk about your thing. So, so the thing is, this episode comes out on Monday, which means Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday, which mm. means we haven't seen the Super Bowl commercials, but it means our listeners are probably living in the post-Genie world. They will have oh, seen Will Smith Genie. dude. And which, if, the, if the first look is anything <laughs> to say what Genie's going to look like, it's bad. I uh, sent you guys the animated picture of Blue Genie, right? It's just the concept drawing, but I sent it to you yeah. guys. Uh-oh. He's big and buff. Um, oh, yeah. But, wait, that was real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Oh, that's my from, like, gosh. Artwork. I thought that was like a joke fan art. No, no, no. It's real. Weird. I follow a lot of stuff where stuff gets leaked. I, I, I gotcha. sent the... There was something I sent. Oh, the, the Aladdin, Sonic, like, the Sonic stuff before that was like... Bit. Now that's everywhere, but you, I feel like you sent it before it was everywhere. Yeah, there there's some frozen lunch boxes that are kind of leaking frozen too <laughs> that I saw. There's a lot of weird shit like that that yeah. I see that I don't always send you guys. Yeah. Um, but yes, so that genie is real. So people have probably seen, Man. like surely when they're releasing the full trailer, they're going to see Blue Will Dude, Smith. Right? What if there's a freaking Sonic trailer at the Super Bowl? Rumor Ugh. is there is not one, but the the uh, there's supposedly another in-game trailer. Okay. Um, Thank God. About time. Yeah, about time. The, yeah. The, there's a couple other things. I think there's going to maybe be... I think the Disney ones are just in-game and Aladdin. But what um, if there's a freaking Sonic trailer, though? There's not going to be a Sonic trailer. Because the studio that is making Sonic isn't like big enough yeah. to buy a Super Bowl commercial. I think it's Lionsgate. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. the movie I saw was nothing of those. It was instead a very muted uh, drama called Can You Ever Forgive Me? Directed by Marielle Heller, oh, yeah. um, who is going to direct, if I had to guess, one of the movies we'll discuss for next year's um, awards, which is The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Is that what they changed the name of it to? I think Ooh. so. 
She's doing the Tom Hanks. Um, it's not called Won't You Be Roger My Neighbor stuff. anymore? Uh, no, that's because the, the documentary is called that. Oh, that's the documentary. Yep. yep. What is the name of it? I think it's a beautiful it's, day. It's in a the beautiful day in the neighborhood. Okay, it's yeah. another too long title. Yep. Um, so it's so good. Melissa McCarthy's great in it. Richard E. Grant's phenomenal. People really keep talking about the performances in it, and with good reason. Like it's a very mm-hmm. performance based movie. The story is good, but you know where the story is going to end up, and it's so exciting how it gets you there. But if you weren't sold by the characters i don't think you would care about the movie at all and Hmm. they sell you on them and it's it's really great i would recommend people watching it i know it's kind of been hard to find and will continue to be a little bit hard to find but it's a shame that melissa mccarthy is getting nominated for best actress but is kind of not being talked about at the same time Hmm. you know she's in one of those weird slots where she's nominated but not being discussed as much it's as... It's not like a, a competitor field, and she is in one of the competitors, for sure. Right, because the top three are decided, and she's like four, even though I might would argue she's better than a couple of the other ones. But I don't even know if I should bring this up, because the Razzies are canceled, but she's also nominated for a Razzie this year for the Happy That Time movie Murders. did suck ass and yeah. really piss me off, because I'm a Muppet stan. Yeah, and you're <laughs> a Who Framed Roger Rabbit stan, so like it, was, it should have been worst of both the of perfect those. movie for you, yeah. but... I mean, it was on my most... An- when I heard the concept, it was on my most anticipated mm-hmm. movies of 2018. And I didn't end up seeing it show. because the trailer just had a little bit too much jizz for me. Well, yeah. and then I went to go see it and gave it like one and a half stars. Mm-hmm. And so both you boys stayed away, partly because of that, too. Yeah, that, too. Because we but do yeah. kind of trust each other. Was how much, how much jizz was in the movie? I know how much jizz was in the trailer, but was there, was there more jizz in the movie? Uh, not jazz, but there was a ton of like weird, f- funny Just in quotation marks fluid? sex stuff. Yeah, like they would go to like a porno theater a lot, and then there was like yeah. puppet violence. It just that, it wasn't good. There was a know. there was like a a Muppet speakeasy like that opened up in L.A. that like I thought about going to. It was like to promote the movie, but that would have been cool. That yeah. that would have been cool. But like I don't know if I want Muppets showing me their boobies. I just, if I saw a Muppet in real life, I'd be happy no matter what. I think I have a tweet yeah. somewhere where I was like, if I ever meet Kermit, I will cry. <laughs> like, it'll, that is, well, that would I, be I, sweet. But I like a, a Muppet flashing their boobies at you is different. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Can you ever forgive me? It's great. Should we explain why the Razzies are canceled real quick? So we decided yeah. to stop doing the Razzies because we thought they would be more fun than they were and they were fun at times but overall we didn't uh, alan smithy like legitimately I, I was like pissed off for a full week after right. i watched that movie i am glad i watched alan smithy because i think it's fun because like in you know i've been thinking about like i didn't understand any of the references they nope. were making in that movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and like are am i supposed to know these people right um yeah, it just felt very dated and also bad. Well, I'm doing a side project where I have to watch every Disney movie ever made, including their like, uh, like companies such as Touchstone or whatever. So I would have had to watch so that fucking piece of shit movie no matter what. When, but anyway, when when they buy Fox, are you gonna have no to no no add not like five hundred? Not backlog. No, not backlog. Thank God. Okay, that's too much. Um, so. And the idea is more of the evolution of Disney as a company is yeah. why I'm doing it. But anyway, um, 
Razzies. Yes. <laughs> so we, we we may have something in the works for some more like bonus stuff, but we aren't doing the Razzies anymore. <laughs> A story came out this week that even though people are paying to vote in the Razzies, the guy who is in charge of it is allegedly just picking who he wants to be nominated mm-hmm. and win no matter what and Man, is ignoring can, the votes of the Can you imagine like a democracy where people like don't listen to like voters and like what they actually want and they just take the power into their own hands no and matter just, like what it reminds me of a movie I saw recently Right um, Mark do you want to talk about this movie and your relationship to it <laughs> What's it a documentary on the 2016 election no no it's a it's election from 1999 really just airballed that one oh shit hold on Um, never mind alexa never mind apparently election (laughs) sounds like yeah (laughs) you're just unplugged that for the next hour so yeah (laughs) um (laughs) it did uh uh so the first time i saw election uh it was one of those times where you're like you know sitting in the living room at your parents house you're like what do i watch on tv I was like, oh, this is like a high school, like a high school drama. It's probably mm-hmm. pretty harmless. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll watch it with my mom. Oops. And then, uh, you know, opening titles and it says, based on a book by Tom Parada. And uh-huh. I said to myself, this is a mistake. Because <laughs> yeah. um, uh, much you like know- Happy Time Murders, a little bit too much jizz in this movie. Right. <laughs> but do you, So do you know Tom Parada, uh, Chad? Uh, no, not particularly. So he is Mark was telling the me book. that he wrote the book that The Leftovers is based on, which like fascinates me. Yes. Um, and I've read that book and it's very good. And then he also wrote the book Election. Yeah. yeah. He he also wrote another book that was a movie that is was Oscar nominated, but I I have already forgotten what it was. Hmm. Beautiful Children, um, I think. Something oh, Children. Never heard of it. Mm. Um, apparently it was good. Gotcha. Anyway, Tom Parada. Yeah. Um, he wrote this book. Uh, you know, kind of a, about a couple <laughs> of elections that happened. One of them was like you know the '92 election with a third party. Then another one was like an election for prom queen where everyone voted like a pregnant person prom queen. And then the school administration was like, mm, it's not going to fly. And then they Jeez. like they changed it much in a, you know, this movie way. Yeah. So I had never seen this movie before. Um, and I knew so little about it. I thought it was like about like a presidential election and it was going to be like really oh. politicky because I like I just. It was so off my radar. I just yeah. never like really heard anyone talk about it or anything. So pleasantly surprised with what it ended up being because I was expecting something completely different. It is crazy that who you're friends with and you've never heard of this movie because you are good friends with me. Mark, yes. And then mm-hmm. our friend Leela, who all obsessively kind of loved this movie and it was very much a college i know mark you said you watched it with your mom but i feel like it was still kind of a college movie that all of us like watched and talked about and Um, i only watched it after i graduated um interesting yeah and i only really got to i mean i knew you cody but we became friends senior year so if y'all were like obsessing over this movie earlier in college I, i i just missed that train Maybe I just, I I don't know when I first saw it. I think I was watching high school movies is, you know, like I, because I love 10 Things I Hate About You. I love that kind of shit. And I saw this recommended somewhere. Actually, it may have been Leftover. I don't know. Something convinced me to watch it. You Mm -hmm. might have, I might have 
you might have seen me review it on Letterboxd, and it was after I moved out of Auburn. No, no, no. I, I saw it way before that. Oh, okay. okay. I saw it, if I didn't see it late high school, I saw it early college. It also could have weirdly been one that my mom recommended to me, because every mm-hmm. now and then there were movies of that era that she would recommend, mm-hmm. which is why sometimes I'm like, oh, um, here's an 80s team movie you haven't seen you should watch it like i did with heathers and my mom did not respond well to heathers um (laughs) (laughs) shocking i know um but but she's the one who like uh pointed me towards like breakfast club and ferris bueller and Mm. stuff like that so i think this may have been that pathway um i don't really know but yeah i had seen it before um and liked it a lot and I continue to like it. So um, yeah, it's real good. I was like not sure what to expect, and then yeah, I really liked it. It annoys me that this is not the movie that Reese Witherspoon won an Oscar for. What um, did she win an Oscar for? Walk the Line. Oh, she's fine Weird. in that, but it's kind of it, yeah. It, it's an okay movie. Yeah, um, it's a move. It's a music biopic. I mean, like. It's who, who would nominate movie. like a bland musical biopic like in 2019? Uh-huh. We're kind of right. just beyond like, that now. Right. Yeah. Nominating it for acting, it's really just like an impression you're doing at some point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Come on, Walk the Line's good. Walk <laughs> the Line not, is way yes. better than Bohemian <laughs> yes. Rhapsody. Yeah, I just wanted take to. Walk the line I wanted to like us. take this. You're putting the bait out there. I wanted uh-huh. to complain about Bohemian Rhapsody some more because it's a travesty that that movie is nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Or frankly, there's, any award. It's it's nominated for best editing. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's three travesties, it's but a, it's fine. It's a, it's a real trash can. Yeah. Um, uh, like strangely, is, not uh, best director though. I don't know. That's that's a weird coinky uh, <laughs> yeah, weird, huh? Yeah. Um, because if it's the best movie, you'd think the director did a good job, right? I well, there's also eight best picture nominees, and you know, only five d- director nominees. Yeah, so. I think the reason this is a brief diversion, then I promise we'll get back to election. Okay. Um, because I am pointing out that Reese Witherspoon didn't even get nominated for Best Actress for this movie, which is bullshit. That's she did shame. get nominated for a Golden Globe, which, good. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. The only Academy Award nomination this got was Best Adaptive Screenplay, which is kind of where a movie like this does thrive. Who did it lose to? Uh, I don't know. I don't have that. I'm on it. Me. I'm on the case. Probably American Beauty. I think American Beauty is adapted. Mm, um, so I think the reason we're, we three, and film Twitter at large, is pissed off about the Oscars this year is because so last year was so good at representing kind of all of our favorite movies. You know, there were so many yeah. that we loved from last year uh-huh. where, like, even the best ones this year aren't necessarily our favorites. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, last year, the only, I, like, I felt very strongly about Florida Project, and I think it got snubbed in a couple of things, but it was still represented in right. the Oscars. Right. Um, yeah. Like, it was just the Willem Dafoe nomination, I think. But right. My but that, favorite and that was movie. literally the only movie, though. And there's so many that like are way better than the things that are nominated this year. Right. My favorite movie of the of last year got nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. My second favorite movie of last year got nominated for Best mm-hmm. Picture. Like yeah. m- 
uh, my third because I think my third was Dunkirk. Like you know, it was just like all yeah. down the line. Like I was happy about almost everything. Was Shape of uh, Water? Shape of Water was pretty far up your list, right? It was like four. Like yeah. I think my top five were all nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, and and which... this year, like my number one is Paddington Two, which was never going to be paid attention to. No, um, and it, like it should have been sure, but wasn't. support the girls. Not enough people saw. You know, there was just yeah. a bunch of other movies this year, and I think that's why we're all so mad at it um is because last year spoiled us last year was a great like oscars lineup for real it was one of the best remember the uh, post i really the liked post the post was good it was good in my top right. you know what spielberg yeah. did this year it was the ready player, ready one. player one come on come on spiel um oh, cody to answer your question about what this lost adapted screenplay to um, and by your question, I mean my question. Mm-hmm. Um, it lost to Cider House Rules. I'm Fuck sorry, the Cider that. House Rules. Boo, that movie sucks. It's a bad screenplay. Ugh. Uh. Um, American Beauty wasn't even nominated for either. Really? Hmm. So Sorry, I was looking at my list for last year. The thing I was most mad about last year was three billboards. Like, And now I have three movies yeah. that I'm pissed off at. Of so anyway. my top ten of the year, only one is nominated for Best Picture. And it's of A Star is Born. Uh, I have a couple. But last the year Star for is me, Born is the highest on my list of the nominees, and it's number ten. Yeah. Wow. For my, for, for my 2017, though, five of my top ten were nominated for Best Picture. So... Yeah, no. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, Phantom Thread is in my top 12, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, let's talk about mm-hmm. election because we're mad hey, about uh, voting, and this movie <laughs> has voting in it. Yeah. American Beauty actually did win for uh, uh, written directly for the screen. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, okay, so. Jim McAllister, played by Simba himself, is a well-liked teacher in Omaha who is also a bit of a sad sack while also having a bit of a hero complex. Tracy Flick, played by Reese Witherspoon, in a 12-time nominated Oscar performance, is an overachiever student who the year before had an affair with a teacher who was also a friend of Jim's. The teacher got fired and his wife, Linda, divorced him. Tracy came away unscathed, even in the eyes of her peers. So it's interesting to me just to start off the discussion of this uh, little blurb that you uh, said Simba himself when Ferris Bueller is probably his most iconic uh, is it character. Well, <laughs> not, not for on me. best pictures. <laughs> when you yeah. think of Matthew Broderick, I I just picture him doing the twist and shout at the. I don't I don't picture Simba at all. Really? Yes. Yeah. But I, Ferris I, Bueller is not is not best pictures canon. Right. True. So, yeah. True. Um, I think of Simba as my best friend Simba. You're right. I don't <laughs> right, think of yeah. a person playing him very often. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Matthew Broderick just happens to sound like Simba. Right. Oddly. Yeah. Yeah. It's Simba really does the voice from Matthew Broderick. <laughs> right. Um, Donald Glover it, though. He's Donald gonna, Glover. He's mm, going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Matthew Broderick, he's a good actor. Uh, he yeah. shows up in a bunch of fucking Ken I, Law and Again movies now. <laughs> I uh, didn't expect this kind of character out of Broderick. Like Even after Manchester by the Sea? I guess he's more wait, evil in this movie. but Manchester Man- by the Sea, he's in that movie? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't joking when I said he was in Kenneth Lonergan yeah, movies. Yeah, but like... When he, is he, he in- pl- 
He's somebody whose house they go to. I don't remember the specifics, but he's in that movie a hundred percent. Huh. He's kind of retired from like movie acting now. Yeah, yeah. He only a pop. He only pops up in things here and there. But yeah, has like cameos. Anyways, I, yeah. The I tweeted earlier this week that uh, I think my favorite like archetype archetype in cinema is the frazzled Midwestern man, um, mm-hmm. and with a mm-hmm. picture of Jerry Lindegard from Fargo and Matthew Broderick in this movie, um, and. Yeah, I freaking love his character, and he's doing really interesting things here. Um, yeah, his character is, like, really relatable in, like, a uh, sad sack trying too hard at his job that he knows mm-hmm. deep down ultimately doesn't matter that much. But also, like, a deeply, like, disturbed character who's, like, deeply flawed. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, we, we have scenes of him, like, fantasizing about a high school student um, sexually, you know? Yeah, that'll be the only movie of 1999 where we have to discuss that. <laughs> Spoiler alert for American Beauty, Chad. But that is—is is that what the movie's what about? The, that is a hundred percent exactly the uh, only thing that movie is about. Is that Kevin Spacey's character? <laughs> Correct. Oh, oh no, I'm not gonna Don't like that movie, am I? <laughs> uh, it doesn't age well. Oh no. Um, okay, so age isn't the problem with that movie. <laughs> I think it was so, bad when it came out. Yeah, this. This movie just, like, does a good job of, like, painting this portrait of a man who's, like, relatable, but at the same time, like, despicable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think, I think there's a way to walk away from this movie and hate Tracy. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that is the point of this movie. No. I think the point of this movie is he's shitty. Like, and she is just an overachiever kid. Like, she will age out of her annoyingness. To to me, this movie is about, like, someone who is really ambitious Mm -hmm. and someone who's bothered by the fact that this person is ambitious. Yeah, and and one could argue that that is rooted in sexism of, like, men find ambitious women, like, grading. Or, like, there there is that. The uh, argument could also be made that it's more about himself and that he's, like, settled into being, like... Nothing against, like, high school teachers because high school teachers rule, but he's, like, a small-town high school teacher who, like, isn't going anywhere beyond that. And she's, like, ambitious to, like... To exceed him. Like, Like, yeah, yeah, he's Uh, he's threatened by her. Yeah. I, I think I think that he like wishes he was as ambitious as her, um, and his way of like showing that is to get in her way. Yeah, right. um, which you see in the very first scene shitty. of the movie, which rules where like he's asking questions for class participation, and her hand yeah. is the first to shoot up because she's just like, like a bolt. Yeah, and then he always calls on someone else because he's just like, no, I don't even want to give her like, I don't want to throw her a bone at all. I want right. to. He does yeah. a he does a real like anyone. Anyone? Great. Um, Bueller. So another thing established in this part is there are shifting narrators in this movie. There ends up being four different narrators. Mm -hmm. And normally I'm iffy about narration, but God, it is pitch perfect in this movie. Like it works so well for the movie. I think that the fact that there's multiple narrators is helpful. Yes. Because Mm -hmm. it, it helps you understand the character, but also like because there are so many perspectives, it's easy to like switch between perspectives and fully understand what's going on quickly. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's written, like it. it's probably, if I had to guess, it's straight from the book as well. Probably a little uh, bit, yeah. And I think it's 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 often hard to bring things like a narration from a book into a movie without being kind of cheesy about it. Right. And uh, yeah, I think they do it so well. Yeah. What I 
Another like thing I like about the narration that really is mostly just like an opportunity for comic relief is we mostly jump between I guess four four narrators yeah, four, four narrators four. yeah so uh, everyone is like you know uh, up to something like they're conniving they're like suspicious of other people whatever except Paul who is just like this <laughs> simple guy who just like believes in the best in everyone. I mean, he's fucking and, Archie Andrews. Yeah. Like he, he, I, he's very much. I thought a lot about. Um, Finn from Glee with him. Yes, yes I thought about Glee yes. a lot with this movie, and I think Glee this, is very influenced by this movie, yeah, other it, than the musical elements of it. But yes, it's very influenced by it, this. It feels like everything that works in Glee is like turned up to a hundred in this movie, and then everything that like doesn't work in Glee for me isn't really here in the movie. Right. So like Rachel is kind of a Tracy Flick totally, character, yeah. especially at the beginning. Yeah. Um. So and um, what's her face would be Matthew Broderick. What's her? Well, Sue Sylvester, but also kind of Will Schuster because he is more of a Will Schuster, honestly, because they try and paint him as a good guy more in that show than honestly they should a lot of times because he is kind of a bad person a lot of times. But but, he's like really selfish and like they always paint him as like this guy who's uh, looking out for the students. But Hmm. maybe I'll watch the show one day. It's interesting. I watched season one because Cody made me. Um, Yeah. I'm not going to finish it because I'm, I, I can't, but um, that's so, another conversation. <laughs> TV's hard. TV, TV is, is hard. hard. I am watching Punisher and I don't know if I'm going to finish this season, even though I am like, I'm going to finish every Marvel thing, but yeah. um, it's just cause I'm bad at TV. So a couple things from this section that I want to talk about. Um, first there's a joke about father figures, which is really good. Reese Witherspoon is talking about how she was hooking up with the teacher and she was like, people are saying, you know, it's cause I like have daddy issues and I want a father figure type cause I never like knew my dad, but I don't want a father figure. I just like him cause he's very strong and makes me feel safe. Made me <laughs> guffaw out loud. <laughs> very good. Um, yeah, that's pretty great. For someone who is as smart as she is, she's pretty like unself-aware. Yes, mm-hmm. um, like kind of doesn't realize that people don't like her, and like a a very, um, I don't know. It just feels very honest to her character, judging from people I knew in high school. Right. Uh, the one other thing I want to talk about is Matthew Broderick is established very early as drinking Pepsi, and there's Pepsi throughout <laughs> this entire movie. Mm. Didn't <laughs> he like crack open a Pepsi while he's like watching a porno or something? Yes, he does. Yeah, it's he weird. Does. <laughs> uh, and uh, a Pepsi that GIF will be tweeted this week with the caption <laughs> "Cody sitting down to watch election." <laughs> yeah, um, they're also like. Th- when he throws a drink later, it's a Pepsi. Pepsi is featured throughout. My best guess yeah. is because this is technically an MTV movie, and they got yeah. movie by sponsorships. So mm. that that's my best guess is why it's featured so much. But I am doing a running list on Letterboxd now of every movie I see that features Pepsi, and I have three currently. Oh, what I wonder are if Viacom owns Pepsi. That wouldn't surprise me. Which one, uh, Mark? Viacom. The company that owns MTV. I mean, they don't oh, yeah. own <laughs> Pepsi, but yeah, well, they, they do a lot of stuff they might be owned by together. the same corporation. They're not. Um, um, so the three movies are Election, Wayne's World, and Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They so, do all have Pepsi, don't they? <laughs> yep. I'm going to keep a running list every time I see Pepsi. Cool. Um, okay. So uh, let's move on to the next plot point. Yeah. So Tracy tells cool. Jim 
who is the student government sponsor that she plans to run for president, class president, school president. It's kind of confusing because they let people school from president, all ages. I think. Yeah, that's not how yeah. it worked for me. It's but student whatever. body, usually, student body president. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Usually the senior class president is the student body president. Yeah. Right, I think. But in, in this we, world, it's like fucking whoever. We elected right. people in my high school junior year who would be the elected officers for both junior and senior year. And come senior year, we kind of regretted some of the officers we elected, but there was just nothing we could do about it. It's almost like term limits can sometimes be an issue, huh? Uh, um, <laughs> my junior year, or you know, the first three years, we made really good decisions about our leaders. Yeah. And by year four, we were kind of like, wait, our leaders don't do, do anything. It, literally anything? Yeah. So like, the people who were leading didn't run anymore. Right. So the only people who ran were like kind of like ironic leads. I think our class president got like suspended for smoking pot at some point. Great. Um, Can't wait for him to ironically plan your 10 year reunion. You know what? I don't think he will. I do not think he will plan um, the 10 year reunion. You can come to mine, Mark. Um, I won't. <laughs> oh, well. It's I ran for prom king. Did it you did like choose to not like, go run? well? Yeah. <laughs> That's how y'all's prom worked? It, well, it was a weird school. Uh, okay. Because I was on yeah, prom. So prom king, we like introduced this new idea for prom king where you you get like a big water jug and uh-huh. it's based on like how much money is donated and then the money goes Boo, to some charity that or sucks. something. And that's how I mean, you it doesn't vote. sucks that it goes to charity, but yeah. it sucks that, that you, well, you're voting by spending money. So literally. like you just got this visual like <laughs> cue of how well you were doing. I mean, <laughs> it, I, it's, I, it's I a visual slaughtered. Like it wasn't it, even close and I felt bad and I was, I mean, it's a visual it. representation of how you have to be wealthy to win elections. Which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's a teaching moment. <laughs> Did not even like connect those dots until right now. But yeah. 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 Uh, so our prom court, super pack. our prom court was just like voted on. Like uh, b- people could just write boys right. names in or boys and girls names. in. so I got on prom court. I didn't win prom king. Um, well, congrats, dude. Yeah. I don't know if we had prom king or prom queen or anything like that. I know that at some point our teachers dressed up in drag and we voted for which of them won homecoming queen. Yeah, my, don't know. my teachers dressed that up was, in drag that was too. Weird. It felt weird because <laughs> like they're not at all like. Yeah, it wasn't drag. It was like more like ironically cross dressing, which is, yeah. you know. Yeah. A choice. It's like the homophobic, the homophobic version of drag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's be like Tracy and let's. That's a joke about Tracy Letts, an actor. Um, I got it. No, I got it the first time. So Tracy is unopposed. Jim decides he's going to teach her a lesson in humility, uh, convinces Paul Metzler, a lovable but bumbling football star, to run against her. Mm. Paul is depressed because he got hurt, so he can't play football, so he decides running will be good for him. Not literally running, because as I said, his leg got hurt. Right, that would not be good for him. <laughs> that would not be good. It's not, yeah. You literally can't run yeah. with that. Um, Tracy is annoyed that he's running because of how effortless effortlessly popular he is i also want to talk about right here that he has a like he's making his signs and i had to check some dates to make sure that mark wasn't a consultant like consulting producer on it because the uh his slogan was paul attition which (laughs) sounds like a mark joke if there ever was one i didn't see i I didn't pick up on that in the movie 
It's somewhere. I don't know. That's so funny. Oh, that's great. That's so good. Well, I remember they, him like in his car trying to think of like alliteration or puns, yes, like as yes. he was like brainstorming for how for what his campaign slogan was going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I love Paul. Uh, he's, I gotta say. He's Paul great. is so funny. They're just so oblivious to everything. There's a lot of like, the subtle like um, sign humor in the back of the mm-hmm, movie. Like mm-hmm. they very much make Tracy Flick's poster make they put the L and the I close together on purpose, so it looks like <laughs> fuck in the background a lot. Like they do stuff like that. So pick fuck. Know. Yeah, pick fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, Paul is great. Like. Really, everyone in this movie has like, like everyone, Paul included, has like pretty big character flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paul's is just that he's kind of a dummy, yeah. and so it makes him rocks. easily the most lovable. But again, you like that everything in this can like be pointed back to maybe maybe some like real life scenarios. Like Paul mm-hmm. is the dummy that is pro like propped up by the like okay. institution or by okay. big money or here comes here comes my read of this movie because I uh. watched this movie in like October of twenty sixteen, like <laughs> yes. a month before the election. Yeah. Yes. Um and you have to admit that Tracy Flick and Hillary Clinton are like equally ambitious so, and yes. equally hated for yeah, their ambition. You have yes. the the competent lady and then the oaf man. <laughs> Yes. yes. And then the and oaf, the oaf man, man the oaf man is being supported by an invisible force uh-huh. uh, causing him to win in a very close election. <laughs> and then you have a third party who is kind of running just to disrupt things, mm-hmm. which is what some would argue Gary, that Gary maybe J. Bernie would do oh, or Bernie. Gary Johnson well, or um the fact that it's a female would make it the Green Party lady whatever her fucking Jill name is. I already maybe, forgot. Maybe. Jill Stein. Yeah. Because Bernie didn't actually run as a third party in the presidential. No, you're right. He didn't. He he just like, there were a lot of people who were like Bernie supporters that didn't jump ship from Bernie to Hillary. They jumped ship to Stein or Johnson. Oh, and some jumped to Trump. Some jumped to Trump, yeah. Because they're both (laughs) like radical, radical dudes. Trump jumpers are the worst. Yeah, we're not going to uh, reveal our political affiliation, but I'm sure it's clear. Um, but all I'm saying is that legally, Tracy won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, won the popular vote. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh gosh, and I remember all the stuff I said about loving Paul. I, yeah. I guess in this situation, well, uh, here's the Paul, thing: I, I don't, don't like him. <laughs> I don't think that Paul is complicit in the treason happening in election. But that's all I'm going to say. But in, in the real that's, world, that is all that I'm going to in say. In the real world, maybe Paul. Know, is I'm, I'm done talking. In some of the yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm maybe no, all I know is in the movie, right? Paul is complicit. Right. But in the real world, who knows uh-huh. what Paul's up to? Oh. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. an actor. Alleged, alleged, alleged NSA <laughs> sub listening. It's just podcast. hard to believe that anybody is actually as dumb as Paul. Yeah, truly. Um. Okay, so Paul's sister, Tammy, she is dumped by her best friend and lover, Lisa, who tells Tammy that she was actually straight and just experimenting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lisa then runs and becomes Paul's new girlfriend and campaign manager. Uh, To make Paul's sister jealous, of course. Yes, Mm -hmm. and slobs on his knob. Um, (laughs) His knob is his face. To be clear. Nope. His knob is his dick because she sucks that ding dong. Hey, hold on. Can we go back to Serenity real quick? Uh, Pretty sure I saw a knob get slobbed in the theater in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) 
So not in the movie, in in the theater. Not okay. in the movie. Okay. Also, maybe in the movie, but definitely in the theater in front of me. So I mean, is it possible you... that she was just be like so emotional about keys? the movie that she had to like cry in his lap or something like I that? I heard like a a weird cough. <laughs> well, a cough? Can you do I'm an impression of this? Can you, can you do an impression like of a, this cough? Like a bit of a gargle almost. <laughs> So a cho- a choking noise. <laughs> you could say. Could you do an impression of the noise? I, I'm not. No, I have I a couldn't. hard time imagining what this is. I could not. I can find a clip for you. Uh, oh send me God. the clip, and I'll. I'll no. I'll no, put, no, 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 no. I'll put no, it in ma'am. right here. No, ma'am. I can. Go as I have much the power to mute you your channel, Cody. I can do it. No, uh, ma'am. You can. You can cut as much of this out as you want, including the word gargle. <laughs> How could so, I ever? So what I need to know, Mark, is whenever, like, when you walked out to your car, was Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know playing? And it was just that part <laughs> of, like, went down on you in a theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot to mention it was Uncle Joey in the theater. <laughs> yeah, it was Dave Coulier. Chad, do you know what we're talking about? Alanis Morissette? You ought to know. Yeah, That's I know Dave you ought to know. I sang you ought to know at karaoke on my. But you know uh, it's about Dave Couillet, right? Yeah, do it's you about know Dave it's about Dave Couillet? Couillet? It's yeah. about Dave Couillet. When she talks about going down in the theater, she's talking about slobbing on Uncle did he go, uh, like, Joey's knob. Did he Did he tell her to cut it out? And Yeah, he realized it was making too much noise, and he was like, cut it yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he put up. He put away the woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, whatever. Yeah. The, the, the beaver. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. It was a beaver. It was, it was a beaver. beaver. Yeah. I'm so mad There is myself. a joke to be made about a beaver, but I know, it would have to be like a role it. reversal of like who was going yeah. down on whom. Well, I, I guess theater. I would say that he didn't have his hand in the beaver at all. So was this theater like a regular Wait, movie theater? Are you or thinking was it of like, Mel yeah. Gibson? Because he was he's the guy who played the beaver. Yeah, he's the got the beaver up his hair. Uh, um, it was, was an it empty a, movie theater. Was it a normal Here's movie theater or was it a porno movie theater? Which one? Are you talking about Dave Coulier? It's a normal movie theater. It was just a normal theater? Yeah. So she went down on him and a okay, theater. So so she's going down on him in a normal theater and mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we're just going on as if it never happened. It's in Look, a song, but like no one's career it, it is happens. ruined. It happens. Yeah. And then it happened in my theater last night. And then this this guy, Pee Wee Herman, he's uh-huh. he's he gets a little excited watching a porno. Uh-huh. And he maybe touches himself and maybe like does a little, little and his career is just winky, like winky. done. A little winky wanky. I think it's because he had ties to being a children's uh, performer. Yes, it's um, and Dave Coulier is, has never even tried fuck. to, to wait. Uh, at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. To be fair, to be fair though, Alanis Morissette is known to be a bitch and a liar. That's Meredith. That's God Meredith Brooks. You idiot. Every time. <laughs> and it's a bitch and a lover, a child and a mother. I've heard the song like two times. It's a good song. Anyway, <laughs> um, what the fuck are we talking about? I think um, er- erection, election, erection. Okay. Oh, uh, what's her name was slobbing on Paul's face. Right, yeah. knob. Um, so uh, Lisa, then she's the campaign manager. Tammy does decides to so, run. So th- go yes. ahead. Yes. No, you were going to read it off the thing. Yes. Tommy does. Uh, what thing? Uh, this is all for my brain, Mark. <laughs> Tommy does. T- Tommy. Tammy decides to run for president as well. As like a protest about how the whole thing is a sham. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also gives, to make her, to piss off her ex. Yes, and she, her brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. She gives a rousing speech at an assembly that gets her suspended. And her speech but, rules. It's just like none of this matters. And uh, if I'm president, I'm just going to make sure we don't have to sit in these assemblies. She anymore. says. She says my only campaign promise is to shut down the government if elected. Yep. 
So that's Gary Johnson, I guess. No, I well, Trump shut down the government. Oh, he might again fuck. in a couple of weeks. No, that kind of ruins because Paul's clearly Trump. Yeah. She's got to be a libertarian. I mean, no government. I mean, small government. Yeah. Probably not Gary Johnson, but one of the more radical libertarians yeah. who are just like, we don't need driver's license. <laughs> you know, those kind of guys. Look, honestly, you know, shit breaks down around here in terms of the analogy. Right. Yeah. So. Which is fine. It doesn't have to be perfect. Does not have to be perfect. So Tracy's in the hallway and she notices that her poster is coming down from the wall. She's frustrated by this and how like shitty the whole election is going. So she goes on a tantrum and tears up all the posters at the school. So Jim calls Tracy out, but she feigns innocence and threatens legal action against the school because her mom's paralegal. No, Ta- she she tears down all of Paul's posters and then th- one of her posters. Right, I don't think right, she touches right. Tammy's at all. Maybe not. I, I don't remember. Which is, she just I, there's a lot is of clearly them. the bigger threat. Right. Um, Although so she suspended, so... Sorry, go ahead. Right. Tammy, despite knowing that Tracy was responsible, claims that she did it, so she's removed from the ballot, expelled, and moved to an all-girls boarding school. <laughs> Which works Which out I well guess, for her. And, and I yeah, think that it's that at the end, like she's like, paradise. oh... Um, yeah. yeah, and it checks in on her again, and she's like, found love there. Yeah. Um... Uh, Somehow I missed that that was an all-girl boarding school or something when I watched this movie. I don't know how I missed that. but Yeah, it yeah. is, which is fun. Um, so Jim has been helping Linda around the house. Remember Linda from earlier? It's been so long, but she is the one who yeah. divorced the guy who slept with Tracy. So he's been helping Linda around the house, which leads to them making out. Linda asked Jim to get a hotel, motel room, which he does, but she never shows up. So he drives to her house. Then he gets stung on his e- eye by a bee. <laughs> Um, he returns home and sees Linda and his wife talking. He knows the gig is up. He sleeps in his car and this is the night before the election. So like things are going bad for him. I think my favorite part of it all is that he gets stung on the eye by a bee, which a, can you imagine how bad that hurts? And really his whole eye is swole up. So not only is like his life going to pieces, but he looks fucking miserable the whole Mm -hmm. time. And, and my other favorite part about this is like early in the movie, he's kind of shitting on his best friend for saying like, Oh, but I actually love Tracy. It's true love. It's true love, which is what he now is saying about Linda. So it's just a mm. funny thing to kind of like point out how and full of shit he is. Yeah. W- earlier in the movie, yeah, he and his wife are trying to get pregnant. And uh, yeah. there's a sex scene where she's saying, fill me up, fill me up. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. uh, and he's picturing Tracy, right? So he is well, that. He starts picturing Linda, Linda. And then he starts picturing Tracy. And he's like saying like, no, no, that's too messed yeah. up. Like yeah. just, but, uh, but yeah, he, he's, he's got some issues to work out. Oh yeah. Really. I uh, think, yeah. I think sexually. one of my favorite shots in the movie is when he walks into his living room after like being at the hotel room all night and he just sees his wife and Linda crying and he just turns around and walks back to the car. Yeah. Right. I think he says like, yeah, okay. <laughs> he like walks <laughs> out. Oh, okay, Something that's like fair. that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love how like Midwestern polite, he is throughout all of his like Mm -hmm. anxieties and stresses like as he's like planning this like elaborate affair with linda he like calls her on the phone and he's like oh hey i i guess uh i missed you or maybe (laughs) we have the wrong he's trying to figure out uh he's just the midwestern politeness juxtaposed against his like 
internal meltdown is something that mm-hmm. I really like in this well, movie. And, and I think it's a it's a cool like way to like kind of disarm you, right? Because you hear mm-hmm. it and you're like, oh, he's just a nice dude, and you're realizing yeah. that he very much has nice guy syndrome, where yeah. like he thinks he's nice. And so then feels like he can do whatever he wants. He yeah. he te- at one point is teaching about ethics and stuff like that. And it's one of those things where he's one of the people who uses ethics as a weapon against other people, but like yeah. thinks he's in the right. Always. He's like above it somehow or right. Yeah. That, that he, class he is so funny. Cause he's like, he's asked what's the difference between ethics and morals. And someone's like a moral is like the thing you learn at the end of a story. And he's right. like, I, yeah. I guess. But it really made me feel for high school teachers because you know yes. that is like answers yeah. they get a lot. They get some dumb answers. Can you imagine being a high school st- teacher? I think I, I, have, I have thought about being a high school teacher a lot. Me too. Because I am <laughs> already enough. teaching a lot of people. I guess you, you're, you're already pretty close to that, yeah. um, Mark. Yeah. Do you get a lot of dumb answers like that? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, today I was like five fourths. What do we call that? You know, improper fraction. And she was like, mm-hmm. uh, a fraction. And I was like, yes. Okay. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> and, but... then, and then I was like, you know, okay. So if we could, if we like reduce this fraction, what do we get? And she was like, the answer. And I was like, God, fucking damn it! Why are you so smart? <laughs> the answer again. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong, but oh, wrong in this moment. So yeah. much. I like but... that kid, but also f- fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything interesting to say about <laughs> right. Jim. Okay. I just like him a lot. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Jim shows up for election day, clearly having had a <laughs> shitty day. He is in charge of checking the count for the ballot after the student in charge does their count. And the student is very insistent that they do pr- follow proper procedure. Um, as Which is counting, another part that I love. I think he like cusses out the student. And is he like, does. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, well, or, what, no, it's not. The, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't say yeah. it because it's what it's what it. my end quote yeah. is. Um, <laughs> That's what it is. But. <laughs> Yeah, he, like the t- the student just wants to do the right thing and like follow the rules, but like he's just so flustered and like just disheartened at this point in the movie. He just like unloads on the kid, right? Uh, um, so so as so he's counting, one of the students who had counted signals to Tracy in the hallway that she won. So she's freaking out in the hallway, cheering, jumping around. Jim sees her out of the corner of his eye, and it pisses him off. So he decides to throw away two of the ballots and declare Paul the winner. So. Decides to take the election into his own hands yeah. uh, by tampering with votes. Mm. Voter mm. suppression, even. <laughs> One may say. <laughs> um, so this is a this is the plot heavy section. You know, it's it's when he decides to do his dastardly deed. Right. Um, it's but like it, the movie is sort of set up where we're anticipating when the the shit really goes down. Like it feels like right. in all the narrations, it's like building to some like uh, wrongdoing that happened. Like, right. I think Paul makes reference to like, I don't really care what he did. I still think he's a good guy at one point or something like that. Yeah. Paul um, and it, there, there's a lot about like mm-hmm. how, how it all went down or like, yeah. you know, there's lots of references. Paul at and one point so says, I was, says it's I not was collusion like, and collusion isn't a crime, but if it was okay. a crime, <laughs> right. I didn't do it. But if I did do it, it wasn't a crime. So I was under the impression the whole movie that like with the sort of seeds they were planting about uh, 
Jim being like sort of broken sexually and like being attracted to Tracy, that it would have something to do with that. And right. I was so glad that I it was, did not. I end was up. Well, I, I think what's <laughs> interesting is like in his head, he was like, bad people have sex with their students. Good yeah. people uh, f- fix elections so that they're going to learn a life lesson. Uh, and the <laughs> right. life lesson is that elections are rigged and that you shouldn't care about them. Right. right. But at least he didn't sleep well, with Well, the lesson, the, the, lesson he, the lesson he wants her to learn is humility. Yes. And, like, not always winning, which but I, think, I don't know. Um, I think that, like, you know, the first couple steps, you know, in terms of, like, introducing a challenger and, like, uh, making it harder for her is, like, a good lesson in <laughs> humility. Um, but, like, in, I think the the – her like working extra hard to overcome that is like you know some humility that she's learned but right he takes it but a step she too does far. it by cheating because she pulls all the posters down like she's not 100% True. the right yeah her emails <laughs> all right um, <laughs> so the the thing is it it is all building to this but it's weirdly yeah. resolved very quickly which i yeah. kind of like about in a it. scene that i love when <laughs> he just like walks in and everyone's just like staring at him like as if they were waiting for him right so a janitor the next day discovers the ballots in the trash and jim (laughs) is forced to resign and he's also kicked out of his house by his wife but yes that's one of my favorite like shot scenes in the movie Uh is you follow him into the principal's office everybody turns and looks at him like appalled at what he's done Uh and then it just ends right like yeah so it, it ends on the janitor who like hates Jim and it's one of those things I love like a good setup payoff even when they're just like dumb and small and insignificant but like in the first two minutes of the movie Jim is like he like is cleaning out the fridge and he like tosses something to the trash can and it like falls all over the floor and the janitor like looks on and he's like annoyed and like man now I gotta clean this up I didn't even pick up on that (laughs) that is really funny I didn't pick up on that either He's the one that finds the the stuff in the trash. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's so good because it's, like, proving the point of, like, uh, you know, Jim is trying to be high and mighty but mm-hmm. isn't paying attention to the people he's being shitty to. Yeah, like, And, he like, it comes back and bites him. He thinks he's more important than the janitor. He's, like, he thinks he's right. superior to him. And so he, like, doesn't treat him well and... Yeah, it bites him in the ass. And, like, yeah, standing in the way of, like, someone he sees as inferior, like a student, someone who's morally bankrupt, like a student who would sleep with and ruin the career of a professor. That's right. way worse than him in his eyes. But really, he's just, everyone's everyone's just a little messed up in this movie. It's, it's so annoying that they do the thing where they're like, she ruined his life, you know, which is an argument right, that is right. said a lot. Well, I, I say that as like, that's his perspective. Yes, yes. And the movie thinks that perspective is wrong, which is why I love this movie. And I think it's aged way better than a lot of movies from this era. Because yeah, it very much is like if, that narrative is dumb. Like it was <laughs> both of them. He was an adult man who took advantage of the situation. Yeah. If you um, had told but, me there was a 1999, because again, I did nothing about this movie. If right. you had told me there was a 1999 movie about like a high school girl who like slept with her teacher, I would assume it was like handled really poorly. Right. <laughs> but it, it yeah, it's, it's like thoughtful and 
Yeah, it's it's really well done. It it, it just has a for it to be twenty years old, it has aged so a lot well. better than other movies we've it talked is, about. Like as we've been talking about, it is more politically relevant now. In a yeah. in a yeah. weird way. Politically, um, and then even also socially, like I mean, with the Me Too movement, we're talking about these like inappropriate relationships and like and power dynamics, and the power and, dynamics, yeah. and like the the fault being placed on the one in power, the teacher. Yeah, and, right. yeah, like so. This movie's already like talking about things that like culture and society has only just now sort of started to catch up on, mm-hmm. and. It's a good yeah, movie, yeah. y'all. Yeah, good. It's real good. Um, so, so then there's kind of the epilogue. So Jim moves to New York City, and it, the whole time he's doing the narration, which is part of why I think the narration is so brilliant in this movie, because he is painting it as like a cheery thing that's happened to him, even though he's leaving because like his life went to shit. Yeah, he was fired. <laughs> yeah, but he's so, like, he's like, I finally have an opportunity to try something new, right? Uh, and like and, a very like midwestern chipper positive outlook but like it's clear that like his job is now shitty uh, right so he starts dating a new woman and his job is a tour guide at the american museum of natural history and he's making that seem like it's a huge step up and i'm not mm-hmm. dissing on anybody who has that job like that's an important yeah. job but like i think if he, if you had asked teacher jim he would have looked down on that job yeah you, you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. yeah so that that that's what i feel about it and um i i love the the final part where there's like that eager girl who's like he's giving the tour she's like trying to raise her hand to answer the question and he's like ignoring her and trying to find someone else to because she reminds him of tracy and it's systematic like him yeah um doing that yeah so he's learned nothing here but also he mentions that he sees tracy uh right because because not to jump ahead two minutes in the plot um (laughs) But he he sees her and she's like working for a congressman now and he's like he's I forget what he says but he seems to imply that like yeah she probably like slept her way up to the top. Does um, he? Because that's what Wikipedia said too, and I didn't pick him up saying that. I just interpreted it as him saying like she's going to manipulate her way to the top. I guess we could assume that maybe that, that means sleeping, I think, but I didn't. Yeah. Pick that up. I think that in his head she did to the like the senator or congressman what she did to like the teacher earlier yeah. like yeah, before the movie fair. and i don't think that's true but i no. i can no. completely believe him thinking like this is someone that like sleeps her way to the top and yeah. like all she all she wants is power and she'll do whatever it takes to get power when like no she like went to a good college and yeah. tried right. hard yeah, but it still tracks that Jim would still think right, that think way. Right, think that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he then very maturely throws his cup of Pepsi at the car. That is the last Pepsi, which we is see. so great. <laughs> it's such a waste of Pepsi, though. I but love it, like coming to a screeching halt. Like they're gonna get out and like yeah. fight him, and then he just runs away. He runs away. But it, but I think it's just a perfect like, perfect point. At, uh, like you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, like it's it's uh-huh. just a button on it of like. He is still claiming to be so mature, and that fucker just like throws a drink. <laughs> yeah, you he know? throws like, tantrums, and like he acts impulsively throughout the whole movie. He's right. Yeah, he's a mess, and I love him. He's a disaster. <laughs> um. So that's the movie. Do you guys have anything else to say about it? Um. Well, I think that I I like the end of Tracy's plot as well. 
um, mm-hmm. because she goes to college and she's like, I always thought that college would be like other like-minded people all studying hard together. And she goes there oh, and it's yeah. just like yeah. a party in the hallway. And she's like, what I learned is that if you're ambitious, you will always be alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like kind of true. But, you know, she kind of finds ways to cope. And like, it's it's a sad ending to her story, but also like, you know, that's the lesson that she learned there. Yeah. Right. It's going to be like uh, a hard uphill battle for her. Yeah. But also like she yeah. um Matthew Broderick is probably the reason why she thinks that because she was like persecuted for her ambitions in high school. Right. Um but if she had been encouraged more, then she might have a different perspective. Potentially. Um there so like we said this was based on a the book i didn't do a ton of research on the differences between them but i do know it's not set in omaha can't remember Mm. where it's set but it's not set in like a midwestern area um so they kind of changed that and i think it benefits the movie like i think the the nature of how they're how the characters are drawn is like very good um this is i mentioned earlier that this is an mtv film which i always forget and think is weird when the logo pops up Mm -hmm. but mtv movies had done some slightly serious movies before and after but most of the time it's stuff like napoleon dynamite jackass beavis and butthead uh blades of glory that kind of stuff so having election is a serious movie do what napoleon dynamite is serious cinema yeah well i think coach carter is the one i saw that they did and then they did stop loss which is the channing tatum joseph gordon levitt like iraq war movie weird um i hear it's good um no i mean it's weird that they made it (laughs) yes um so yeah it's kind of odd it being an mtv film um i would have loved to be on twitter of that era to see like when the production company picked it up and to like follow that. But I, um, I was reading an interview with Alexander Payne, who's a director. And the guy was like, so like, uh, what do you think it like means to be an MTV film? And he was like, honestly, never seen an MTV movie. I assume they're all <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect that after from Alexander Payne. He, he is a funny. director well, who like, I like some of his stuff, but then a lot of it. I'm also like, it's, he's kind of a good. blind spot for me. I knew like when downsizing was coming out that I like should be excited for the movie because of his name attached to it. And then the movie ended up being terrible from Yeah, right it's here. not good. But like he has done good stuff I in the past. I really though. haven't seen any of his stuff. This might be my first Alexander Payne movie I've Did seen. Did you see honestly. Nebraska? No, I haven't seen Nebraska. I know oh. that's one that like has been recommended. Nebraska's good. Descendants is him. Mm, yeah, that's I haven't seen good. Descendants either. That's George Clooney, right? Yeah. 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 He did Sideways, which I haven't watched yet, but it's Wait, supposedly super good. Is Descendants the one with the Disney villains? No, oh, that is one. Descendants. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. <laughs> the Descendants is Alexander <laughs> yeah, Payne. Was, Descendants being, is the Disney one. Gotcha. I was, being, I was being fun. That that movie is batshit. The Disney one. Um, if I can, I tell you guys about Descendants real quick. Please. So yeah, Beauty go. and the Beast have a son, right? And so he is he half is, beast, half human. No, he's oh, just human because remember, human. Beast gets turned back oh, into a yeah, human. Yeah, Fucking yeah. read a book, you idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so. I thought the whole movie was about inner beauty and that, like, yeah, kinda, but he ends he up being a human. A anyway, prince, so that, that kind of defeats the purpose. Beauty and the Beast have a son. He is dating Aurora's daughter, 
But then all the villains are on a different island, and they include the kids, uh, like the son of Cruella de Vil, the son of Jafar, the daughter of the evil queen from um, Cinderella. Yeah, sounds No, not Cinderella, from Snow White. And then the daughter of Maleficent, whose name is Mal. So Mal goes over to the main Uh, area. Are we doing a full episode on this? And Mal starts dating Beauty and the Beast, right? And so she gives him like a, or their son. She gives him like a love potion, and then he performs a like rap remix of Be Our Guest. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) That sounds awesome. It's insane. It's directed by the guy who did all the High School Musical movies. So there's like moments okay. that are okay, so but it is bizarre. Jerry Kenny Garcia? Ortega. Oh my God. Kenny Ortega. <laughs> uh, side note: w- Wouldn't it be great if, like, at the end of one of these movies, like the prince, like the princess and the frog, or Beauty and the Beast, where like girl falls in love with like ugly creature, but she knows it's a handsome prince, and then turned into like a handsome prince and then it's just like actually like an uggo like really really <laughs> ugly dude i thought Wouldn't you were gonna cool? just tell us the end of shrek yeah what if she was like a little disappointed that he's actually like an uggo <laughs> like she falls in love with his spirit and his soul and then uh-huh. he's just like here's the thing he's though. just got nothing to offer <laughs> that's right. what i like about shrek is that it kind of like you know those fairy tales kind of turns them on their head it, it, it does kind of turn them on the head yeah. hey I I need to make you boys watch Princess and the Frog. That movie fucking. I, it, yeah, I'll I need watch to see it, it one day. Yeah, it, it's better than Up. Uh, which one I, best picture or best animated? You haven't seen was that the same Up? year. Up and Princess yep. from the Frog was the same year. Interesting. Yeah, Up won best animated. I know it's a well. I, it's the opening sequence is just like it's still a great short about. film. It's a great short it's film followed about. by a very mediocre movie. Yeah. I like the dog. <sighs> So, sure. like, last thoughts on election? <laughs> this the, really the hasn't been that reco- long of an episode. I feel like it's no, been three the, hours. The way we're recording makes it seem like it's 2 o'clock in the morning. We recorded early today. Yeah. Yeah. We just are out of our fucking gourds. Um, election is great. It's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoy rewatching it. Um, I was a big fan of it before, um, you know, this watch yes i'm a big fan it's so like light and snappy but also like dark and like it's never really heavy but it like it's just kind of like bad shit happens in this movie Um, it's a good movie to turn on to test if your friends are dumb or not yeah (laughs) (laughs) bad movie to watch with your mom right if it's if it's a movie you like throw on for your group of friends and they're like i don't really get it it wasn't that funny or was i supposed to be like cackling then you're like ah i don't know if we should mark is this the worst experience of a movie you've watched with your mom or have you been worse maybe a week after i watched the movie with my mom i watched august osage county uh, which is about which is a just about mom. a bad mom. Uh, uh, that was rough. And then I watched yeah. Lady Bird with my mom, and she was like, "Why do you like this movie? It's about a bad <laughs> mom." And I was like, "I mean, it's not just about a bad mom. It's about a girl it's, finding herself. It's um, not about a bad mom. It's about no. a girl realizing that her, her mom, mom is a real person. And, and yeah, that they but they haven't. I watched yeah. that one with my mom, and she sobbed and loved it. I watched Star Is Born with my mom. Um, when that's I was a, last home, I, I do a thing where bad, I try and right? show my mom one movie nominated for best picture each year, whichever one I think she'll like the best. Yeah, right. I should. I'll probably do that this year as well. What should I? 
Bohemian Book. Probably Green Book. Green, Green Book. Book's safe. For, like Green Book's yeah. for moms. <laughs> Green Book <laughs> is like, yeah, it's it's the you'll feel the best after having watched Green Book. Yeah, maybe we'll take her to Vice. Um, <laughs> the favorite. God. I watched the favorite with my fia- with my in laws, and yeah. they were like, "It's weird." I think I like it, but it's weird. And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't like it. I wouldn't <laughs> the, have recommended this one." The most uncomfortable I've been watching a movie with my mom was "A Million Ways to Die in the West." Mm, well, that's I bet you fault. were like it trying was... out at least a hundred thousand of those ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I wanted I don't... to die. Uh, I don't. Again, I don't get that uncomfortable like with watching movies with my parents. And like uh, Happy Time Murders, just a little too much jizz in that movie. There really isn't that much jizz in Election. <laughs> the, he's talking about the fill me up thing. Um, yeah, oh, it's yeah. the fill me up. But uh, in in a million ways, I in the West, Sarah Silverman has some all over her face in one scene, and it's uh, not fun to watch sitting next to your mother. Mm. I don't. I don't know that I. I just don't feel that uncomfortable watching movies with my parents because I'm just like it's. I a movie. do when well, there's too much jizz. I feel uncomfortable all the time with my that, parents. I mean, that's uh, yeah, my so secret, Cap. I'm always uncomfortable. <laughs> that's yeah, my secret. See, uh, Hulk reference. Okay, Hulk, so Hulk, we should vote. Hulk, Hulk, you won't. Hulk. You won't like me when I'm uncomfortable. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying here. I, I like. I. I. It made me laugh a lot. I, don't, Thanks, I couldn't man. tell you why, but it, it did. Uh, I'll go first with the voting if we want. Yeah. Uh, so it's going up against Iron Giant. Iron, Iron Giant. Giant, a masterpiece. Yes. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Sure. <laughs> two masterpieces. I, I love both movies a lot. And two master uh, pie. Cody, I want you to remember that I love both movies a lot when I say I'm voting for election. Um, yeah, I like the Iron Giant a lot, but election was just like. So wild and fun and unlike other things. And yeah, I I, I don't want to like say anything wrong with Iron Giant because it's literally not anything wrong with Iron Giant. It's like a solid movie and it's great. But right. like Election is just like it has this like personality that like is rare to find in movies for me. I don't know. I like it a lot. Gotcha. We should have made you uh, go yeah, last. Really should have gone last, Chad. <laughs> um, All the I, drama Well, I figured that Cody would go second. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but we know and what the question Mark is would voting. be if Do I we? pick my own movie. Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark loves Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah no, but... Iron Giant is great. I enjoyed Iron Giant more this time watching it than last time, and will probably enjoy it more next time watching it than the last time. Um, but I feel like um, Iron Giant falls in a in a mold of, you know, I mean, I don't want to say it's not creative because it clearly is and it it really is special but it also kind of follows a et-esque plot if you will um yeah and election is the rare high school movie that like kind of especially in the 90s you know high school movies were like responses to john hughes movies and Mm -hmm. like Heather's was like, yeah, John Hughes sucks or not John Hughes, sucks. but like you know, it's like a like yeah, a yeah, yeah, direct yeah. response to those kind of movies. And Ferris Bueller is like, you know, like a classic John Hughes movie. But this is like a weird high school movie that isn't, you know, it doesn't feel John Hughesy at all. And it's also weird because right. it's more about the teachers in high school than the students, um, which is an interesting perspective, especially as someone who like has and is considering like teaching teaching in high school at some point. Um, right. And I also, I mean, I am a huge fan of, like, politics, so this was a big fun for me. 
Um, and a I also big just fun, I, as the kids say. It's a big fun for me. Um, for me, it's a big fun. Um, yeah, so I vote election because it's a big fun for me. Um, I am voting Iron Giant, obviously. I think I have declared it my favorite movie ever. So, like, of course I'm going to vote for it. I'm not that mad about election winning. Um, I really do like election. In the grand scheme of movies we've talked about on this Mm. podcast, I'm not that mad about this one. No, it's Um, it's great. And, like, I feel bad, like, voting against your favorite movie because I know it's your favorite movie. No, it's fine. I know what yours is, and I'm not going to purposely vote against it. I just know based on me that there's a high chance I vote against it. I have the feeling that when we do, you know, our rankings of 99, Iron Giant will be top two for all of us. Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, no, not for Chad. Well, Chad voted Iron Giant. Fucking in the floor. Chad, didn't you vote Iron Giant literally last episode? No, you did. You did. You did. You did. Because Chad picked Magnolia. No, No, it's not unanimous. Um... So Iron Giant will be dead last, and it's fine. So Cody, why do you prefer Iron Giant to this? Other than just it is your favorite movie of all time. It just is my favorite movie. I don't know. Why I, isn't Election your favorite movie of all time? Um, I that's such a hard thing to quantify. Like, yeah, because yeah. it's good, but it isn't. Like, I don't know. It. I really like animation. Um, I really like the simple but very like heartwarming story that okay. Iron Giant tells. I I think I will intellectually and you know stuff like that. I don't know how to phrase this. I will appreciate movies that are cynical and dark and funny, but darkly funny and that sort of thing. I will love those movies. Those movies are never going to be my favorite, and maybe it's because I'm a basic bitch, but the (laughs) movies that will always be my favorite are the ones that, like emotionally like resonate with me like make because like i love this movie it didn't get an emotional reaction out of me yeah does that make sense yeah um so the the movies that do that are always going to be held higher to me and that that's why i I get that yeah that's fair Um, i think i think that you like value simplicity in movies sometimes i do Uh, because i think a simple story told well is sometimes harder yeah um Mm -hmm. no i get that i i think yeah like a Paddington 2 is like really hard to pull off and make exceptional but yeah it, it's simple but it's also a it. perfect screenplay yeah like it truly beat for beat everything pays off but we'll mm-hmm. talk about that one in a couple weeks um <laughs> but yeah in I a mean, couple of weeks I'm a, we for the, oh for the pickies for the pickies yeah um for our yearly award show yeah. um i mean it comes down to the fact i'm a hufflepuff like i mean <laughs> you know it's just yeah. that shit so and i'm a ravenclaw so i like to be sad and think See, about like yeah this is this is my uh ravenclaw deep. moon coming out i'm really like right. a gryffindor so i like to see things about ambitious people um mm-hmm. but my uh, my slytherin Ra- i feel like sl- oh, elections is a right. slytherin movie right yeah that's true that this is a real yeah. this is, is a it? real slytherin movie yeah i think it uh, is yeah i yeah, think tracy's a, a slytherin absolutely probably also uh the teacher Jim. Yes, yeah, he's but Tammy is a Ravenclaw and no, Paul is a Gryffindor. No. Sorry, Paul's uh, definitely a Gryffindor. I think that the teacher might also be a Gryffindor, but one that's just like bad at being a Gryffindor because he's like he thinks he's the center of the story, and you know, yeah, he, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not ambitious. Yeah. He's just like he is like okay, here's what I have to do, and then I will do it. And he does think he's the protagonist, which is the Gryffindor thing. Well, yeah. we just sorted all of these. Yeah. Um. So another thing I want to say before we log off and plug our stuff, just 
that like one thing I'm I'm sort of learning every week on this podcast because it's hard to vote between two movies, especially when there's something like Magnolia and the Iron Giant or <laughs> yeah. Election and the Iron Giant is that like, hey, movies are subjective as hell. <laughs> and this yeah. is a hard... <laughs> hey, guess what? There's no just... such thing as the best movie. Yeah. That's the point of it, this podcast. It's hard to have, just like... We're going to tell you what the pick. best one ends up being. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But well, it's we'll subjective know. to our taste. Yeah. It truly like is hard to say... It's harder for me this week to say one is better than the other because, yeah. like, for Magnolia, it's just different. That one's just like it, it, it's it's like god tier movie for me. <laughs> Maybe not, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just subjective and it's weird and there's no right answers. But like at the same time, we got to come up with something. So right yeah. here's the thing: movies are good. Movies are good, <laughs> even when they're bad. Like here's the thing. We love movies. Even when they're insane, we love them. Um, And I want to be clear that it's really hard to rank movies. And honestly, there's only one way, and it's exactly the way that we're doing it. Um, (laughs) Right. So just nothing nothing Arbitrary subjectivity. Yeah. Nothing is objective in film criticism other than our film criticism and our definitive rankings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, no, it, Bohemian it is Rhapsody hard. is objectively bad, <laughs> and but the thing is, it isn't because it made so much money and people love it. Like it just, <sighs> yeah, that's the thing. Even things we but hate people aren't are objectively like, anything. People are dumb. <laughs> okay, I know. Um, but Paul, I, Paul yeah, Metzler I definitely loves Bohemian Rhapsody. Who does? Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul. From this Paul. movie, in this oh, movie. from this movie, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought we were talking about Paul Verhoeven for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, did he, he say he liked it? Fucker. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I realized what you were saying, Chad, when like yeah. doing my rankings of like 2018 movies and being like Paddington 2 and Star is Born. It's hard to compare all my, yeah. so you just kind of have to go with gut feeling a lot, which is what right. this podcast is about, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So where can people find your attempts to rank things, Mark? Um, Letterboxd is a good place for that. I'm at Watlington Mark on Letterboxd. Um, you can comment on my stuff and I'll get a notification for it. <laughs> It fucking rules. It's, so it's great. It's pretty cool. Yes. It's so good. It's, yeah. Uh, Ch- Chad, where can yeah, people find you? Yeah, you can find me at, on Letterboxd at Chad A. Oliver, as well as everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Twitter, we're Instagram. All, we're, all cro- we're all cross Venmo. plat boys. Not me. Um, you can okay. find you can my find social me. security number at. No. You can, No. You see, okay. that's a phone number. <laughs> it's not enough numbers there. That was that. That was literally my social security oh, number. I missed you it. You fucking idiot. You can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter, where a couple days ago you all see me tweeting about every commercial slash trailer that I saw at the Super Bowl. Who are we pulling for? In the, I guess the Rams. The Rams. Right? I'm pulling for yeah. the Rams. Yeah, we're I got a T-shirt. Uh, well, that's good. Uh, my family are Saints fans, so we're kind of mad at the Rams. But mm. over the Patriots, a lot of people I mean, are mad at the Rams. On. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the you know, Rams' fault. It was the NFL's fault. Yeah. No, anyway. sorry. I think we're we've mad seen at the, the Rams Patriots for being in LA instead of St. Louis. We've oh, seen the sh- Patriots be successful enough, you know. Like, yeah, let's exactly. move on from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the NFL fucked over the Saints. The NFL Whatever, is, a is a sports corner, bad corporation. It is uh, a bad company. <laughs> um, so, so, but we will be watching the Super Bowl anyway. You'll see me tweet about how uh, Genie's a big blue boy, probably. Um, and you can follow me on Letterbox at Cody Lunsford, um, where the last movie I watched was Ed Wood, which I liked a lot. Um. 
I think that is it. You can follow the podcast at We Pick Picks on Twitter. That is W-E-P-I-C-K-P-I-C-S. And you can find our Facebook group. It is the Best Pictures Facebook group. You can go to my letterbox. And like I said, that is at Cody Lunsford to see the Best Pick Picks of 2019. And those are the movies that we recommend that you watch. So far, there's one movie on or no there's a couple movies on there that mark saw at festivals but then the only movie that we all put on there was glass i uh, yeah. um, i now curious. have the kid who will be king on mine you want me to add it to that is that oh that? no 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 not to the best oh. picky uh, that's my 2019 that's <laughs> I like think the, the two movies who, i've seen this year i think we could just go ahead and add that because i think we're all gonna like it serenity maybe keep it off for a little bit i want to see what you guys think <laughs> um so we'll i'm potentially... the highest person i know who's ranked that and i gave it a three and a half yeah, we'll, 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 uh, there'll potentially be some more movies on that by um, the time you guys are listening to this, especially because Velvet Buzzsaw comes out February 1st, and then High Flying Bird really? comes out February 8th. Oh, um, Shit, <laughs> High Flying Bird. Oh, sorry, I get excited. So Mark just heard about Soderbergh, and it just popped, pooped his pants. A little too um, much jizz. <laughs> he just jizzed his jeans. Okay, so... You can find out a lot of shit there. Watch movies. If you're not watching movies, what are you doing? Um, okay. Uh, Mark, what is the best movie in 1999? Election. Chad, what's the best movie in 1999? Election. Cody, what's the best movie? Nay, film of 1999. The best movie of 1999 is Erection. Remember, everybody, we're not electing the fucking Pope here. Uh, next week we're watching American Beauty, a movie which has aged perfectly and <laughs> will not have any problematic issues for us to talk about for an entire episode. Um, and its cast has never done anything wrong. Where can we um, find it? And the subject matter is great. Where can we find it? Um, you can find that plastic bag floating around on Amazon or iTunes. <laughs>